Okay, everybody, let's take it from the top. To all who come to this happy place, welcome. Hi-ho, true believers in happy pride. Welcome to Disney Plus Us, the weekly version where we're talking about exclusive shows on the, that there Disney Plus streaming service. I'm one of your hosts, Griffin Tunnel, Griffey D-Pad, and with me as always is the fantastic, the wonderful, the marvelous Mr. Mitch George. How you doing? I am very, very into this series. Oh my God, Griffin, this is probably the best Marvel TV we've gotten. Right? Since Daredevil? Man, we're going back to Daredevil. Well, here's the thing. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. will still be the show. No, I can't even say that. Seriously, I no, love you this show you so can't much, say man. Straight. It's really good, and then it's really not good, and then it's really good it's again. It's real cheesy, it which we'll get to. But before that, folks, we do talk about the full spoilers here for uh, the show. And because it's the MCU, we kind of can't talk this show without throwing a full spoiler warning for the MCU as a whole. So if that's not your thing... Go watch the episode, come back later, and have a good time with us then. We are starting full spoilers now. Where do you even, where do you even begin with this show? This show is so clearly a cheesy teenage rom-com, and I love it, man. It is to all the boys I've loved before with superpowers. I said that from the start. And man, does it go there this week with Comron. Oh my god, be my baby. <laughs> come on, Griffin. Oh, this was this episode. I last week I said it. I I predicted this week's episode of I was like, man, I want to see more of her community. I want to see her relationship with uh Nakia, and we got that in spades this week, man. I mean, along with the heartbreak that is Bruno, and just that whole story is going to be interesting to watch unfold. Yeah, I Bruno is the one thing I don't love on the show right now. The, I mean, I, I, I don't love it because Bruno is me. So it's hard to just be like, yeah. kid, no, I know what I, I, I can see the mistakes he's making. And I made the same mistakes when I was his age. It's just like, no, don't just just tell the person how you feel. Right. It's not that. I mean, it's not difficult when you're that young, but like, it's not that difficult. Hindsight, man. <laughs> it, it hurts. Ah, tell me about it. Oh, my God. But yeah, that, the whole Bruno Kamala relationship was not something I love when they tried to do it in the comic books. It just didn't work. Bruno's a very different character in the comics, though. Bruno kind of, yeah. Bruno kind of sucks in the comics, if I'm being honest. He's not He's not quite the guy in the chair that he is in this show. Mm -hmm. But I did like like the little bits we saw of it, like with when Kamala goes on her driving lesson. But other than that, it just it wasn't working for me. I'm sorry. That said, everything with Comrade was totally working for me. I love this. I loved everything with this dude. Oh my god, this movie made a turn or this show made Eternals better. Mm -hmm. How? I mean, I love Eternals. People people give Eternals a hard time. I really enjoy that dude, that movie. Just, it was funny, like seeing it for real. Like the whole Kingo thing was so stupid. But it's like, oh no, it worked. It Somehow worked. it fooled people enough. And that's just the pure charm that is kumail nanjani and we say this in obi-wan we say it here like he's he, put him in everything please i just, I just want kingo and like have just have kingo be the new stan lee or something i don't know i want him in everything did kingo get taken at the end of eternals he was one of the ones that got taken right 
Mm, no, maybe. I don't remember. I think, which all, of the, I think all of the Earthbound Eternals got taken, so that so would have been Kingo. Taken. Yeah, I don't know. I gotta watch that show again. But like, it's great. I I, I might watch it this weekend. This is the uh, instead of starting the seventeen other shows that I want to watch. Right, that we that we slammed our way through before this. That reminds me, you mentioned it earlier, and I'm totally getting off the topic. Have you watched Ted Lasso yet? I love Ted Lasso okay. might be my favorite show of all time. You mentioned it earlier, and I'm like, I love that. I show. did, yeah. Um, but no, this was like this was the beginning superhero stuff. Like we got to see the montage of training, which I was dying when they had the moment of her hanging up from the roof, and she's like, "You have to let me go." <laughs> the Avengers Endgame moment of. Let's go and it's just like, oh yeah, two feet. Yeah. They knew exactly what they were doing with that. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's a total wink, tongue in cheek wink at, at that. Um, I do really like that. This is this is the first time we're getting the high schooler discovers their power. I mean, we got a. This is the first time we're really getting the high schooler discovers their powers thing in the MCU. Yeah, I because mean, with Spider-Man, it was him it. discovering all the tech that Tony had put in the suit. We didn't get the, oh, my God, I can climb on walls now moment like we got with Andrew Garfield or with Tobey Maguire. Yeah. And it's really the first time since Garfield that we've gotten this high school kid, even though he looked 45, discovering these superpowers. And I, I absolutely love it. It's, and it's, like, it's, it's such a trope, but it's so fun. It's the thing that makes sense. Like, it is so much younger than a lot of people realized. Like, this is kids now. Like, seeing it, like, in the moment least, like, listening to the way some of the kids talk, like, freaking Zoe. I was like, no, that's that's the way my little brother and his friends talk. <laughs> like, listening to that, it's like, that's the way they communicate. I love everything about this, the learning of the powers, but also seeing it because Kamala is, like, a massive nerd. Like, we makes that comment of, like, I tried to shrink. I tried to fly. She's like, and we they even make a joke about Paul Rudd not aging. The man is fifty three. Griffin, how is I that man fifty three and he looks younger than I do at thirty? Yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know what to tell you. Paul Rudd is a uh, he's he's the Paul outlier. Rudd. He's great. But yeah, I love I loved all of those little details into it, like always in the captain marvel suit like we see that when she rescues the kid who where was the suit that's I, my question like, i assumed that she had it in a backpack or something and that she always has that backpack around but how like how does that helmet not get destroyed in a backpack dude cosplay rules that shit is Fine. sturdy i was the one time i'm like how what did that one who what like there's it's gonna be interesting racket. to see how that works with her I, I'm still wondering how she gets a, a like her costume by the end of this. I'm assuming it's Bruno, but we'll see. Yeah, so was I until the ending of this episode. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which I'll get to that in a second, but I want to talk about, like, we kind of got a little bit more of a clearer bad guy from the uh, damage control agents this week. See, yes. And I'm glad they've kind of given us, like, it. it we now kind of have the guiding light of what this series is going to be. It's Kamala discovering her roots, the discovering the origin of these powers, which are traced back in her family history generations. And I honestly, I don't think damage controls the antagonist. I don't think there is really going to be a, I do. I still don't think there's going to be a proper antagonist. I very much do. And I think it's Cameron's mom. You think it's going to be her? A hundred percent. I do. So I guess we're going to talk about it. Like who is she? Cause like, 
clearly she's the girl, the lady from her visions. Very much, yeah. She is the lady from the visions, which means there's something connecting Kamala and I can't remember her name. I have my notes here. Give me a second. Yeah, I will give you um, to your credit. Anytime someone has said, I have been waiting so long to meet you, that's generally a red flag. It is a red flag. It is very much a red flag. But either way, like Cameron's mom being connected to Kamala's powers in some way. I mean, Kamala wears a bangle, but maybe there's two. Yeah, I think I, I think next episode we're really going to kind of get that flushed out because you kind of have to with where they left yeah. off. But I, I think this... Sorry, go ahead. I'm so interested at this point in, like, what is her connection? Because clearly her connection is to um, her great-grandma in some way, shape, or form yeah. with Aisha. And the way they've set up Aisha is so, so amazing. Yeah, and knowing that we're getting, um, we're getting the wedding eventually, mm-hmm. uh, just based on promotional materials we've seen, and that it seems to take place in Karachi, like... Kamala is definitely tracing her roots back to where she came from, Pakistan, and the partition that went up in the in the I think it's the forties between India and Pakistan. Which, oh um, my god, they I talked still, about the partition, like yeah, this like, show the got way more serious than I expected. Yeah, like the represent, like the tonal shift there because it is a very serious topic to talk about, um, and and it's it's great to see it being like we talk so much about media with portraying things like world war two 911 uh take your pick to to go and talk about something that's very often not brought up in popular media like this is phenomenal and i think we need to see more of it because it's a it's a learning opportunity for all of us because i don't know enough about the partition and i should because it's very important to that his the history of those cultures but yeah i think one of the great things about shows like this that really and this is something I've kind of talked about a lot as we've been talking about more recent Marvel, more recent Disney. Is that I'm going into this and learning. Yes. Learning stuff about cultures that I never knew. Just because that was something that was never taught to me. That's not something I ever even thought to search out. And like, I'm trying to make that effort now, but I never really knew. Seeing this, it actually like learning about Idol Adha. I'm, Sorry if I'm butchering that. We're gonna butcher everything. It's fine. But like, I mean, it's not fine. But like, it's the little. I think people understand. We're making an effort as best we can. And like, how it's the minor versus the major, and learning about stuff like that, and you kind of pick up some things, but they don't stop to hold your hand with it, and that's the where this show thrives. Like normally, you know, you have a Pakistani character or a Muslim character. They're not generally one of the same because. Hollywood be Hollywood. If if they're not for some reason the bad guy, they're the comic relief. And it's not that way in the show, and it's so good. No, and that actually makes me think of another moment in this episode that I want to talk about that actually made me feel very uncomfortable to watch. And that is the moment when Damage Control is interrogating Zoe. Yeah. And they... Like, the one cop is using the language of, oh, yeah, I guess I have to say Latinx now. And it just... It feels... Much more grounded in police relations today, and it made me uncomfortable as a white heterosexual male. I can only imagine what someone who's had to deal with pro- police brutality or, or mistreatment by police felt by that. Like, I feel like it could be very triggering for some, and it's 
uncomfortable to to see it from my position that I can only imagine what it's like for someone who's had to experience this. And again, it's one of those things that I'm glad this show is shining a light on things that aren't that are uncomfortable because we should all feel uncomfortable with those sorts of things. Yeah. I was shocked that they went there with that, with them being like, Oh yeah, the FBI is watching the mosques and their concern. Like the damage control's concern was not the people in those mosques. It was their relationship with the FBI. Which is just something that's like, this show has been very much marketed, and it very much is marketed and created for a younger audience than most of the Marvel stuff you see. Like we've mentioned, it is a teen rom-com in every way, shape, and form. But oh god, it gets serious for a couple of moments there. And I'm I'm glad that we're seeing that, and I, I think Marvel is going to lean more into this, and they're going to have to as they bring something like X-Men to the screen the story of Magneto being, you know, a Holocaust survivor and how that adapts. But I don't, at this point, is it time travel? Is it just found a way to not age or something? I don't know what it'll be, but I, I, I've, I've said for years that maybe they could find a different event to shape whatever the MCU version of Magneto is, whether that be, I mean, miss or the Rwandan genocide or something like that. But I'm, 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 I'm being swayed back to the camp that, his history as a, a Jew surviving the Holocaust is so important to that character that they'll, they'll find a way. Kevin Feige finds a way. And we, we see that here. And I, th- I think they'll be able to treat other serious topics that, that Marvel has covered through their history and will continue to cover in these shows and these movies it, with as much reverence as, as they do here with this. Yeah. And I've always been on the camera. Like there's, there's some things you cannot change when it comes to characters. It's like, you know, in Judaism, Kamala being a Pakistani Muslim, Black Panther, Storm, their relationships to Africa. There's like there's some things that are highly tied to these characters. And I really hope, and I do think we are going this way. I want to fully clarify that. Marvel's embracing it. I, I'm, I'm so happy they are because there's definitely a time when Marvel would have swept these kinds of things under the rug and not focused on those aspects of it. And with some of the previous management that had been behind things like some of the movies that were made in the two thousands, but we're at a, we're at a point in time where Kevin Feige and company are finding the right creators to tell the right stories for the right characters. And I do expect that to continue. Bring it back to the actual contents of the show. I we haven't even really talked about my favorite plot point in this episode, which is um, Nakia, Nakia, running for the um mosque board. board of like they got her tagline in there changes here changes her it's like i loved that so much when they brought that into the uh Ms. marvel comic books and i love how they're bringing it in here like showing their side of the mosque f- falling apart quite literally <laughs> Yeah, the speaker system's not working. People stealing shoes. Mm-hmm. And dude, the the guilt trip that she sends Kamala's dad on. It's so good. It's so in line with that character too. I'm I'm really excited to see where this goes. We've still got a month of this show left, Griffin, and that yeah. makes me happy because I just want more time with these characters. And I know we're going to see Kamala again in the Marvels, but I worry she'll play second fiddle to the other characters we're seeing there. But honestly, like 
the biggest thing that this show does for me, it's not setting up the Marvels. It's setting up Secret Invasion. It's setting up Young Avengers, too. That, too, to an extent. Are we I, gonna, I do, should we talk? Are we going to talk about the uh, possible future spoiler? Uh, we can do a bit of speculation. Like, I, wa- I do want to speculate a little bit more on, on Cameron and his mom and that, that lineage and, and what that means to Kamala's story yeah, and then we'll, also a, a damage control theory I have. We'll save speculation for the end. How about that? That way, if people don't want to hear the future spoilers, they don't have to. Yeah. So let's see. We've hit Nakia. Everything around Kamran was great. I love that we got the texting thing again, the hearts. Like, when it starts to, like, everything blurs and all the lights become hearts. Such a great, great use of editing there. I love the style of the show. Like, the first episode it, very it, felt like Scott Pilgrim. Yeah. Like they were trying to do the same thing. It really came to into its own with this episode. There there it still does a lot of those style it makes some of those stylistic choices that I think caters more to our generation, the generation that did grow up on I mean, okay, my generation, and now I'm dating myself, grew up on T9 and sending text that cost five cents a message. But I mean, the generation of emojis and and short form messaging, and it's 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 leaning into a lot of yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's leaning into a lot of that with this show and just embracing that cult like that youth culture that we've seen from things like Scott Pilgrim, like the Mitchells versus the Machines, and we're gonna say more and more about those properties because there's there's so much in terms of what this is influenced by from its from its style and and the, the design choices that they make in the show. I'm just, I'm so happy this exists. Yeah, I, I want more. The six hours isn't enough. Give me season two. Give me season 17. Give me six seasons in a movie. Give me anything. I'm happy. The thing I've realized about this show is this is the, out of everything Marvel, everything that exists in Marvel comics, this has felt, felt the most comic book in all of the best ways. It feels like the out there, like the reason people read comic books is like you instantly relate you instantly love these characters. You instantly get it. And we see that in Miss Marvel. And that's, it's just the fact that, you know, like, you get to that scene where she's on that rooftop saving that kid. And you get that this is her first time, that she does not know what she is doing. And they she embrace makes that it first leap. It. Yeah. When she steps out onto that platform, she doesn't know. And it shows because, you know, Cameron's mom. That vision disrupts her and, and the kid falls and then she misses breaks his ankle or something like, okay, eh. frankly, that kid deserved a break broken ankle. Okay. So I had this pointed out to me and I didn't know that I didn't notice this when I watched it. I got to go back and rewatch it. He was wearing Nakia shoes. Oh yeah. He was the shoe thief. He was the shoe thief. So yeah, he, I don't want to say anyone deserves to break an ankle, but if, it, if anyone needed to, it was a kid who stole those shoes. Look, I think that it's just ironic justice, but also, the dude was fully hanging out of a window to take Snapchat pictures. <laughs> like, there's this thing called survival of the fittest. Yeah, Darwinism, or Darwin's law, does not always apply to those who do mm-hmm. dumb stuff. Uh, I don't know, my brain last... is shutting down. It's getting late. Look at the last couple things. One last thing I want to mention was, the before we go into theories, is the party scene. Because this, this is just straight up ripped. From that first, uh, that first it's issue so of Miss Marvel. I mean, even like the episode name this week is Crushed, which is the third run of this, the original Miss Marvel series, which I love. Yeah. 
but yeah like the whole like is there alcohol in this and of course there's that douche at the party griffin the hat we got to talk about the hat like that's ripped straight off the page i was so excited when i saw the hat man if anyone was sitting with me when i was watching that the way i squealed at a hat would have been embarrassing i mean like even when it came to like marvel's avengers like that was the outfit i had her in with the one with the hat it's a cool hat i love that hat. nothing against that hat it's a great hat all right i think we at this point we can kind of move into um theorizing for next week so if you don't want to hear future spoilers if we somehow managed to nail this all right i don't think there's any way we do nail it but we appreciate you for being here hanging out with us for for this one for the next one for all the rest for obi-wan for sorcerer's apprentice for the eventual light year episode we'll do we appreciate you coming in listening having a good time with us and if there's anything you'd like us to improve before you leave uh be sure to leave us some feedback on that there twitter or anywhere you can find us the links are in the in the description of the episode so Cameron and his mom You've got theories. I still like I think said earlier. I, sorry, go ahead. I was gonna say I still think in some way they're tied to Wakanda. Like the black car, oh, the purple light thing. From other than the fact that the the uh, hard light, which is a terrible name for her powers, and I love it, is purple. Look, it's so it's not even that. It's that the car itself had purple lighting oh, okay, on the, the inside, and also it's just that there are some ties with the, these characters to Wakanda, like. There was a whole scene, like, in the comic book, Why is Canon? Bruno doesn't go to California. He goes to Wakanda. And I could see them still wanting to have bits and pieces of that into this, at the very least, to make it a little more cohesive with the MCU as a whole. So I could see them doing something like that. Like, you can't tell me that at this point in time, Kamala and Shuri would not be the greatest of friends. Oh, I... I... Yes, in MCU world, they would be. In knowing the state of things with the how the filming of Wakanda Forever went and vaccination statuses and all, like that's a whole other ball of wax that we're not going to get into today. Um, Y'all know how we feel about it. Yeah, get get. Well, actually, I mean, this is a bit of a weird tangent. Our our government is going to update the definition of being fully vaccinated to have some sort of time constraint so like you're fully vaccinated if you've had a vaccine within the last x number of months or years whatever they end up setting it to be which i think is the right approach i mean we are not here to argue vaccination theory and you know all that stuff but i think get vaccinated stay up to date on your shots if you're going to travel have your vaccines that's Mm -hmm. that's about it um so comron Come hard left turn back mother. I there there's this I have this theory based on what the the okay one we didn't talk about the clicks at the mosque oh, but yeah, the, Illuminantes. the Illuminantes is just too chef's good. kiss too good uh but the aunties have like they they get into gossiping about Kamala's great grandmother and how we get the story from from her father as well about how um her grandmother got out got away as part of the like during the partition and how she was like rescued by following the star the path of the stars or something like that which sounds like it's ripped straight like it is just kamala's powers like her mother saved her daughter during partition got her to the train 
but the the theorizing of like or the this the the rumors of like oh yeah she was with she she has another family she killed a man blah 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 like i i think cameron and his mother are the other family i think they are related and that uh one bangle was passed down to kamala's grandmother and the other was passed down to um cameron's grandmother and then end up with his mother uh i think they have it it's gonna do that thing that marvel does and we're gonna get really upset about it. the internet's gonna get really upset well, about they're it they're gonna be the same and the villain's gonna be the they're same gonna, as the, hero. the adversary in the show is gonna have be the same as the the hero with slightly a slight variation she's gonna be more experienced or whatever they're gonna do like she's gotta, gonna be the one to train her and then turn like there's gonna be a twist can I throw a she's gonna be the here? bad guy blah 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 what are the big bad comrades I mean, I feel like I feel like there's so spoilers a little bit for the comics, but he is a a, he is a minion in the comics. And I think if he's anything here, he's also a minion. I don't know. I feel like they like they've done that thing where they've set up what we assume to be minions, but actually end up being the big bad. Like I could totally see them going that route with Kamran and him really, you know, he gets powers. Let's just say so that we can get some way make it work with the original Terrigen Bomb storyline, which you haven't seen that go read that comic. That's actually a pretty cool comic book. Um, make it some way where it's like his their bangle breaks and all that power goes into him and it's constantly going and he can't control it. That could work too. I could totally I, see them I, going I think, that route. Like, we do get that mentioned in this episode too from, from Bruno when he's doing his scans of kamala that the bangles sort of just unlocked something and that the power was within her like it is hinting at there are inhuman origins to her powers without them saying the words inhuman yeah. and that the the bangle sort of i feel like the bangle did sort of act as terrigen mist in this situation of just awakening her abilities and by the end of it she won't have the bangle and it will break or something but she'll still have her abilities in some way maybe it is what makes them weirder and maybe it is more stretchy and embiggening than hard light but i think at the same time like it's going to be interesting to see where this where this goes because i think the next episode is going to dive deep into uh camera and his family their their lineage and how that relates to kamala and her story and i'm really really looking forward to next week yes so am i i have a working theory that i i don't have set in stone yet but I do think that we're going down an interesting road right now with the MCU where we're kind of getting these relic-based heroes. Like, we got this with Shang-Chi and the Ten Rings. Yeah. And now we're getting it with Kamala and this bangle. I could totally see at the end of this the bangle still being there. But, like, breaking so that it doesn't necessarily have the power. Because it's, it's such an iconic... It was already, like, the her outfit. It's so iconic for that part of that being the reason. Yeah, I can see them keeping it, or like she has both by the end, and they're both broken, but she wears both of them. Hell, it's Kamala. She could literally choose. Like I do it because it looks cool. Because yeah, and it goes back to my heritage. That could totally be the reason, and I would totally buy it. Uh, we had there's two other theories though to talk about here. You talked about how you had a theory for damage control. Yeah, damage control. I think. Uh, the damage control agent that we remember from uh spider-man no way home is a scroll interesting 
he knew Nick Fury was off planet and either oh, yeah, damage sure. control has an interesting relationship with sword. Cause I assume there uh, that Nick Fury's on a sword base or he knows more than he should, which means he's probably a scroll cause he was on a scroll base. I, other than that, like I, I think this is going to, I think by the end of this and you know what, Marvel shame on you. And I know Amon Vellani would be just as upset because I expected every episode of this show to have a post-credit scene because she's a Marvel nerd. Like Kamala's a Marvel nerd. Amon Vellani's a Marvel nerd. I'm a Marvel nerd. I want more post-credit scenes. I want to know what we're hinting at with this show, how it ties into the greater universe. I know we're going to get them, but I'm still disappointed we didn't get one here. But yeah, I think what if, uh... Secret Invasion, Agent Darcy, I think it is, like Damage Control, Scrolls, 100%. I wonder. Oh. Part of me wonders if the de- if the Department of Damage Control is setting up to uh, Thunderbolts. Mm, like I know that we know be interesting too because they are gather or trying to gathers, investigate supers. Yeah, and in a way, gather super powered beings. Mm-hmm. Like I could totally see that happening in the future because, like, we knew know now officially that the Thunderbolts project is coming. Which is I'm like, man, the world's worst kept secret. <laughs> Every comic book nerd was like, yeah, you're doing Thunderbolts as soon as they showed off a U.S. agent. <laughs> yeah, it's obvious. So it'll be interesting to see. Like, I'm. is that something we get announced at? Uh, no, it wouldn't be a like an investor day announcement, maybe. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. To the future. Uh, the I last... want to know more Marvel. Give me give me Marvel con. Give, you know what? AvengerCon? Yeah. They would. Why not? They I, would that do could it. be their Star Wars celebration. Just do it. Give me a, a weekend in August where you're going to do the thing and tell me all the things and I'll probably spend too much money to be there. I mean, yeah, same. Or stream it because I'm a responsible adult with responsibilities. Or we could go together and have fun. Or we could totally go together. <laughs> uh, the last thing I want to talk about here is that big feature spoiler. Uh, in the credits, we do see the, what was it, hair and makeup? For one Miss Steinfeld, presumably Haley Steinfeld. Do you think we're seeing Kate Bishop? I don't see why not. It would it would make sense. She's New York based. Kamala's in Jersey. Also, shout out to Bon Jovi. Just cause. Yeah. The, the Bon Jovi and Slippery One with one that one album. Um No, I I think I could see her as an end credits thing. I don't think she's I don't see her popping up in the actual show itself. Like no, no, I think it'll be an Easter egg, if anything. Mm-hmm. Or maybe they spill over to New York and we have a, a hero moment. Like, one of the always one of the fun things about Miss Marvel was when she teamed up with other heroes and freaks out because it's always hilarious. Would she freak out about Kate? Well, that's the thing. I think she might have a moment of like, oh, new superhero. One that I don't be, know that about. That could be interesting. One I can be, because like, they're, they're somewhat friends in the comics. They're not like great friends, but they're friendly i do think like kate kate and miss marvel will be the catalyst for young avengers like they will be leading this squad by the by the time it becomes a squad so i really i'm down for that but i i'm torn right now mitch because we're getting young avengers but i'm wondering if it's going to be champions instead of young avengers to have Mm. that different branding i I would be okay with that because miss marvel runs the champions yeah I don't know. I just I, the future of Marvel is so bright right now because of this show, because of Hawkeye, because of WandaVision, because of Doctor Strange and Most of It's Madness, because of everything. But this show especially 
has so much hope for me for the future. And like She Hulk is next. Like we're getting so much awesome stuff. The, the Marvels is this year. No, it's not. Was it this? No, it's next year. That's next. No, they pushed that one to Feb- 2023, February? right? February 2023. Yeah. I don't know. I recently rewatched Captain Marvel, and I love that movie. Uh, no, so. they they flipped its date with Ant Man. So Ant Man is February. This is July. Oh damn! I gotta wait till July. You got a whole year to wait on this one, Griffin. Why do you have to tell sucks. me that? Because you asked. Captain Marvel's already one of my favorite Marvel movies, so I know. That was that was really rude of you. What do you want me to do? Like you asked me the thing and I gave Look, you the thing. I need thing. you to like, go down to Marvel and tell them to change the date back. Oh actually no. So okay, hold on one second. Oh my we God, are, did this work? There are no no no. There are oh, far damn. more movies between now and the Marvels that I had remembered. So we're getting Thor in a couple of Oh my god, Griffin, we got that in, a couple, in just a few weeks. I got my tickets, I'm excited. So did I. Although I had to move my ticket date, I'm not seeing it opening night anymore, and I'm kind of bummed about that. Yeah, you should be, because it's going to be great. Well, here's the thing, um, I'm going and so seeing yeah, Hades Town. Sorry? I'm going and seeing, Hades, seeing Hades Town. So. I don't know what that is. It's a musical, and I'm. it's okay. pr- probably going to become my new favorite musical. I mean, have you seen the Book of Mormon? I have. I love it, but it's Good. Hades Town is pulling into my uh, Greek mythology love. So. Uh, okay. I get that. Um, yeah, so we've got Thor coming July, what is it, 6th? Sorry, I'm, I'm also just vamping for time because I want to... Vamp, vamp, no, vamp. I mean, just... I could just talk about Hades. <laughs> July 8th. She-Hulk, we're getting in August. The Untitled Marvel Halloween Special, a.k.a. Werewolf by Night, is going to be October. Black Panther Wakanda Forever has a release date of November 11th, 2022. Hasn't that movie filmed finishing, though? No, it's it, it's finished it's filming. Film. It's finished filming, but, like, if that movie's coming this year, and they finished, they wrapped filming a couple of months ago. Yeah. It, yeah, we'll uh, see. I don't, think it, I don't think it comes this I year. I mean, they start the CG before they even start filming, so. Oh, I know, I know. But uh, they, I feel like so much of that movie's had to change. But we'll see, we'll see if it comes out this year. Uh, Guardian special in December. Secret Invasion. No, unconfirmed late this year, early next year. I could see that being like kind of like Mando season one through two, where it starts in December and rolls into January. I would be happy with that since we know we're not getting Mando until next year. Right. Uh, Ant-Man is February 17th. Guardians volume three is May 5th. Uh, just because I love it, even though it's not MCU. Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse, part one, June 2nd. I'm not going to talk about Madam Web or Craven the Hunter because they're terrible. Yeah, uh, but the Venom Marvel is releasing July 28th of next year. July 28th. So far away. So far away. But you know what isn't so far away is the next episode of this Marvel, and I cannot wait to talk about it with you next week, right here, right now. Keep an eye and out for that next week. Also, keep yeah. an eye out for... Lightyear, whenever we get around to recording that, because that movie's officially out, and I am so excited to go watch that tomorrow. Yeah, just, just for y'all's awareness, this doing two episodes a week thing has been tough. If you like it, please let us know. Otherwise, we're probably just going to have to go back down to the one so we can still schedule out the other stuff. Or Scheduling if you like the weekly hard. stuff. I love the weekly stuff, but if we could, if we only had to do one, like if we, if there's that overlap, I feel like we're going to get to a point where we just have to choose or yeah. put it up to a vote. So if you want to vote on what our weekly content should be, be sure to head over to at D plus us on Twitter, where you can catch everything I tweet out geeking out over 
High School Musical, the musical, the series season three. Griffin, they're going to summer camp. I'm oh very excited. God. Speaking um, of summer you can camp. find Griffin everywhere at Griffy D-Pad. That's G-R-I-F-F-I-D-P-A-D. And I'm all over the internet at M-R Mitch George. That's Mr. Mitch George. Links at MitchGeorge.com. Speaking of summer camp, you that's where you can go to see me freak out about the new Percy Jackson series that we're getting. Is Rick Reardon tweeted again today, and this man knows what he's doing. He's being mean. They've also, con- they've also confirmed not only high school musical songs for season three, but camp rock songs. Oh, hell yeah. Um, anyways, yeah, keep an eye out for that. Keep an eye out for other content, Lightyear, Miss Marvel. We are also talking about Obi-Wan Kenobi with the fantastic Nick Shotgun McPain. Uh, that is available right now, so go check that out. That show is going to be ending next week, so our episodes are going to be ending with that as well. Also, a small note, forgot to mention this Obi-Wan, but oh well. Uh, next week's episodes are going to be a day late. Sorry, life is happening. That's just how it rolls sometimes. But we are going to make sure to continue to bring you the weekly content as long as we can. So we've got, hope we'll see you in the future. Thank you so, 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 so much for listening. It really does mean the world to us. We'll see y'all next time, but until then, have a magical day. Excelsior.